the the number one thing probably is speak what you seek until you see what you said right so i'm a big believer in letting people know what you want to accomplish yeah. right what you want to do but not just saying it actually taking steps to make it happen and that's where a lot of people end up not achieving what they want is because they'll say it and it's only in words but not in action Everyone is a stranger until you know their story. The Power of Good Intentions is a show about people, their stories, challenges they faced, and how they overcame them. This show is here to remind you that there is always a path forward and that good things happen to people who have a good heart. I am Aliou Sidibe, and I am your host. <laughs> hey, it's Aliu. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much to all of you for listening. Uh, we just crossed uh, 2,000 downloads about two weeks ago, and this really means a lot to me. When I started this about six months ago out of a conversation, it was a passion project, and I had no idea that I was going to reach this milestone within my first year of doing this. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening every single week. And I just, you know, I, I really love you guys. I really love you for being here, listening to the stories and connecting with them. For this episode, I, you know, I'm always trying to evolve and change my delivery. And this episode, I wanted to really make it a little bit interactive by kind of making you feel like you are listening to it with me at the same time you will hear different parts of my guest life story and by grabbing those different pieces you will be able to kind of paint a picture of who he is as a person and you know obviously i always always want to hear from you your feedback and what you think of it I am not done with conversational style episodes. I have a lot of episodes coming up next, which will be conversations like I used to do in the past. But for this, I just wanted to build on what I did with the last episode and kind of try something new. So please let me know your feedback. And once again, thank you so much for your time and attention. I really, really appreciate it. Robert Polly is the embodiment of what you can call a thought leader. His energy is contagious and his confidence in himself will make you want to believe in yourself more. He is a founder and CEO of his own fashion brand, The Wealthy Guy, and is a regular guest on major platforms in the media. In this episode, I got the chance to connect with him and really dive into his story and how he became the successful entrepreneur he is today. Behind this really successful, outspoken and confident man is a kid who was once a dreamer and never gave up even when the world kept giving him lemons. He grew up in foster care with his grandmother because both of his parents were suffering from a drug addiction. But the interesting thing about Robert is that he refused to let that stop him and use education as a way to get ahead in life. In today's episode, we talk about the environment he grew up in, his dreams as a kid, 
and the mindset that helps him be self-confident. As always, I would love to hear from you, so please feel free to reach out and let me know what you think. As a teenager, I was always involved in some after-school activity or something at school. Volunteering after school, teaching kids, you know, math, reading, um, dancing, things like that. So I always tried to stay involved with something, right? Everybody studied finance and accounting, but I wanted to study something that I felt uh, was, was me and that, that I loved. And I've always loved history. I love movies based on history. I love books based on the past. So I wanted to study something that I knew that I loved um, versus studying something that I thought was gonna help me to get a job. The, ch the challenge with that though, right? Being a, a Baruch student and wanting to go into a career in financial services was that there's tons of people who are pursuing finance and accounting degrees. So it's just like, why would they pick me, right? To work, yeah. <laughs> work at, at, you know, at these places. People were like, well, what do you, what do you wanna do? Be a teacher? And I'm like, no, like just because I'm studying History doesn't mean that that is what I'm limited to. That is what is really interesting about Robert's story. Even when some of the people around him did not believe in him, he always had this self-confidence and this idea that he was going to be able to create a better life for himself. From probably around 10 years old until um, 17 I lived with my grandmother so my you know my parents they couldn't take care of me properly you know it was during a time where you know there was a you know a, I grew up in the Bronx right so there was like a lot of drugs a lot of like violence so I lived with my grandmother and she actually took care of my brother and I I was actually the one who kind of like initiated it to be like, I'm not comfortable with what I'm seeing. And I know that if I don't get out of here, it's going to lead me down a probably a bad road. So I told my grandmother, you know, what, what was going on and, you know, that is how, you know, we ended up there. My extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins, they played a big part in the raising of my brother and I. We would go on family trips. I had an aunt that lived in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, I had an uncle who had family in New Jersey. So we would go there, we would go down to Virginia for like family reunions. So I was exposed to more than just the Bronx. And I knew that there was more out there than just what I was seeing every day. And yes, there was something out there waiting for him. Even though he did not know it as a kid, he was going to start a fashion company around the goal of spreading positivity. Some people express themselves and try to leave a legacy through their art, music, or podcast, like me. But for Robert, 
fashion became the medium through which he could help the people around him. When I was a kid, I would see men who were dressed up and just be amazed. When I started the business, it was based off of something that I wanted for myself. I always had a sense of my own style. Sometimes it went against in, against the grain of what I saw around me, but that is how that is kind of the formula for success is you're not like everyone else. You you have something about you that uh stands out from from others in terms of a presence and a feeling that people get about you when they encounter you. I always wanted to look a certain way and when you look a certain way, right where people admire it, you you feel good, right? When you're looking good, you you just naturally feel good, right? People give you compliments, you're happy. So, my thought process is just like you said, right? Single player game, I'm not the only one that thinks this way. I asked Robert to walk me through the process he uses to shine other people's light through fashion. We all struggle with doubting ourselves sometimes, not thinking that we could do certain things. So my job is to kind of walk you through it and give you that extra boost and push, right? That that you need to like be able to see yourself in the way that you see yourself in your head. Right? Because we all see our, ourselves a certain way in our head, but we don't necessarily know how to translate it to the, the physical. So my job is to help you translate it to the physical. That's always been my skill. If you can you know, help people to wear things that, you know, complement their body, right? Because everybody's body is different. Um, show their personality with what they're wearing and everything just be well put together. That's the formula right there for, you know, looking good. And if you look good, you're going to feel good. And I always tell people that if you're not good in here, you're not going to be good out here. It, it shows. Yeah. Right? You can't have like a lot of internal turmoil and things going on inside and it not show on the outside. In life, there are always a few strangers, random people that walk into our life who become friends, then family, and impact our life forever. This, this two people that immediately come to mind, right? So one is my boss from Baruch, uh, Frank Antonucci, right? So he is someone who immediately saw the potential in me and he helped to foster that. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time at Baruch, right? Working there, as well as going to school there, as well as being a part of NABA, as well as being a part of other things. And he was just always someone that encouraged me and gave me the room 
to be able to spread my wings and try things and do things that I wanted to see if it was like for me. The other person is Ruel Matthew, who was also someone who I who I knew from Baruch. And, you know, to this day, we're still friends. But when I lived in Hong Kong, he actually came to visit me. And while we were there, we um, I took him to get like some custom suits and shirts and stuff. And he was the one who came back and said, you know what? I think that I want to make a business out of this. So way before I even started, you know, the wealthy guy and what I'm what I'm doing as a business, he did it. Yeah. And, you know, even as like. You know, I, I think at the time he was like a student. He was he was either in the master's program or like finishing up his undergrad. And he said, I'm gonna attempt to sell suits. Right? <laughs> um, and when I started my business, he was the person that I went to to say, Hey, I need I need your help. And he was someone who supported and when I say support, I mean financially, right? My yeah my my business right he would have me photograph him and like his suits and, and models and stuff like that so he's been a really great friend to me and someone who i can call anytime to talk about what i'm going through with the business or anything like that because he understands he made it much easier for me to be able to enter that arena um and he also gave me the support that i needed to you know to to blossom and to flourish in, in what i was doing and to blossom and flourish you really need key principles in your life the things that you go back to whenever everything seems dark so i asked robert to lay out some of the principles that help him in his personal life the the number one thing probably is speak what you seek until you see what you said, right? So I'm a big believer in letting people know what you want to accomplish, yeah. right? What you want to do, but not just saying it, actually taking steps to make it happen. And that's where a lot of people end up not achieving what they want is because they'll say it and it's only in words, but not in action. A friend of mine, Uh, we, I was like, oh my God, I have so much to do for the business. There's so much that I want to do. I have all of these big plans and dreams and I'm just like, it's just overwhelming. And he said to me, he said, how do you eat an elephant? And I'm like, what does that have to, what are you talking about? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> He's like, how do you eat an elephant? I'm like, I don't know. I wouldn't eat an elephant. And he was like, you eat an elephant one bite at a time. Wow. Right? So yeah, it's just like, it. whatever humongous task you have, one step at a time, right? One task at a time. And eventually all of those small bites is going to lead up to eating the whole elephant. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so that is one of the things um, that I always keep with me, right? Let people know what it is that I want because you never know who's going to be able to give it to you. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I always kind of keep with me is make sure that when someone meets me, that the impression that they get from me, from my appearance, lets them know that I'm serious about 
what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. So that is one thing that I always like keep with me as well. Um, another thing is that I don't know everything, right? I know a lot of things, but I don't know everything. And I think in order to truly be like successful, you must always continue to be learning. So a lot of the time that I spend for my business is learning, right? Googling things, reading things, making sure I understand what it is that I'm doing, making sure that I understand what I'm talking about. Um, and then the next thing would be, you know, from my, my NABA days is lift as you climb, right? So as you begin to ascend, bring people up with you and teach them the lessons that you've learned to help you get to where you are so yeah. that eventually they can. So always have a paying forward mentality. If you look at some of the most successful people, they are the most giving people, whether it's money, whether it's time, what, whatever it is, right? You cannot truly be successful in life unless you help other people and you give what you have like received. Yeah. Speaking of success, my last question to Robert was to try to understand what will make him say that his life was successful when he's 80 years old. Going after your dreams are not easy, right? There's so many things and adversities that you face, right? Family, friends, uh, not having the skills, whatever it is. Right. So when I'm 80 years old and I look back, I want to be able to say, man, I really tried some things in my life, you know, that I wanted to do and whether or not I was like successful in them or not, I was still successful because I tried right that rather than just having the idea in my head and just leaving it in my head, I actually took steps to try those things. When I was working, you know, in, in finance, one of my last thoughts was no one's ever going to know that I was here. No one's ever going to know that I did these reports and I did these presentations and I crunched these numbers. No one's ever going to know, nor are they going to care. Right. But with what I'm doing now with the wealthy guy, that is me. Right. And that is something that is etched in history. Even if I stop doing the wealthy guy tomorrow, right? There's tons of videos and images and all of that stuff that's going to be here, right? Digitally and physically for way longer than after I'm gone. So that, those are, you know, those are the things that I tried things that I wanted to try in my life. And regardless of if I was you know, successful at the moment, I was successful because I tried and that I, I can look back and see that I left a legacy and I left a mark on the world and I truly inspired people and it and affected people's lives in a positive way. And one last thing I want to ask you is if anyone wants to get in touch with you, uh, what is the best way to contact you? Yes. Yeah, so, um, 
I'm all over social media. So on Instagram, um, at the wealthy guy. So that's T H E W E L T H E G U Y on Facebook, Robert Pauly the third. I have a wealthy guy, Facebook, uh, business page as well. Uh, Twitter is the wealthy guy. Um, and then my email is info at wealthyguy.com. Uh, make sure to put all of those in the notes of the show.